Good afternoon, folks. This is Kimberly Jessica reporting in live today from Hollywood, California. And as you guys know, I'm continuing my series on women that are making a difference while creating a movement and creating great income and just living the life of their dreams on their terms, living life by design and not by default. And I've been doing a series of interviews with powerhouse women that uh, can basically help all of our listeners um, with options in terms of creating the life that they want, creating the business that they want, and realizing that it all goes hand in hand, living the life of your dreams by being the best you that you possibly can and showing up in your own authentic way. Whether you're an adult, whether you're a teenager, whether you're a male, female, it doesn't matter. There are people out there that can guide you and and help navigate you to the success that you want. And I'm just really excited today because I have an aspiring young woman that I've been chatting with um, on the phone, and she's just amazing. And she is a leadership strategist, a speaker, and a best-selling author specializing in building progressive leaders for the modern-day marketplace. And I'm more than happy today to introduce my listeners to none other than the amazing Tamika Williamson. Tamika, are you there? I am here. Thank you. Thank you, Kimberly. <laughs> it is my pleasure. Tamika, you are such an amazing human being. You're an author. You have programs designed to help people take it to the next level of their lives. You're in corporate America. You're a certified um, project manager, trainer. You, 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 you've got so many amazing things going on that you know, just talking to you kind of reminds me of my days in corporate America and wanting to grow and wanting to really step up my my pay scale and wanting to step up my game. And, you know, you really, for me, Tamika, I'm just going to tell you what your brand has done for me just from interacting with you because, you know, you are your brand. Um, it really, you know, made me, you know, a part of me that I kind of put to the side and was like, okay, I totally 150% or 200% or 1,000%, okay, I'll tell the truth, embraced my Hollywood life. Um, you know, I've been at this since 1995. However, there was that part of my life that, you know, when I went on and got my master's degree and, you know, went into life coaching, business coaching back in 03, 04, 05, and I was still in corporate America, and I was really building in a personal development way, you know, working with Tony Robbins and, uh, John uh, Maxwell and, and, and Coachville and all those places that I ended up working with and going to, it really, you know, built my inner being from a personal development perspective. And, you know, you kind of lose a lot of that when you're working in Hollywood. You're kind of just working and hustling onto the next thing and you're dealing with one crazy thing after another. You kind of tend to lose that. And talking, you, talking to you, Tamika, really kind of, gave me that groundedness that I really needed to probably go back in from a professional and personal development place, really strategize what it is that how I want to emotionally show up to the world. Because when you show up in that way, there's a certain level of respect that you automatically get without even having to say, respect me. Does that make sense, Tamika? Yes, it does. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's important for us to get connected with our inner purpose, our inner mission, because that is, it's like the fuel. It's like um, like gasoline in a car. You know, we have to find out what that gasoline is that's going to keep us going. And oftentimes it's connected to who we are individually 
how we nurture, how we cultivate that within ourselves. And it's important for us to do that because, I mean, things happen, things change, and it can discourage us. But if we're not connected to our inner purpose and our inner being, then it makes it more difficult for us to uh, to, to continue to uh, persevere and move forward towards our purpose and the things that we desire to do. Amen. And, you know, you know, in your story, you know, you, you, you go back to the days of being in New Orleans and being laid off. That seems like it was a turning point for you to make. Do you, want, do you mind sharing with us what, what happened for you then and, and what, was your, what was your tipping point? Sure. You know, my tipping point, um, you mentioned New Orleans. You know, having gone through Katrina, I actually – uh, was it really was not a bad experience for me because what I did, I chose to see the upside of it, and I there were people who were worse off than me, and so my uh, my whole mission there was to try to help other people who had a worse situation than I had because I actually was blessed. I was blessed to find a contractor. I heard all these horror stories, so God actually set things up to where I was blessed to get everything handled with my uh, Hurricane Katrina situation, and, and I was able to handle it from another state. So I was really fortunate in that regard. But when I did uh, go through uh, two layoffs within a three-year time, uh, time frame, that was really that tipping point for me because it it was the first time I'd ever been unemployed in my entire life. I've been working since I was 15, 16 years old. So I've always had a job. And whenever I needed a job, I could just go and get one. I had the credentials to do so. But getting laid off in a down economy, that's a whole different ballgame. It challenges your psyche because it's like, well, is something wrong with me? Why can't I get a job? Before I used to be able to get one, why is it so much more difficult now? And I had to learn how to encourage myself. I had to be more strategic about the people I surrounded myself with because, that bad apple definitely can't spoil the, spoil the bunch. And if you if you wasn't careful during those times, you could have found yourself being surrounded by a lot of bad apples. And I had to make sure I didn't do that. I had to make sure I surrounded myself by the right people who would keep me accountable, who would keep me motivated, and who would challenge me at the same time. And I believe that what doesn't challenge you will not change you. Everything that happens to us, it happens for a reason. But it's all about your mindset and it's all about your perspective. How do you view it? How do you take it? So for me, getting laid off where others saw it as a bad thing, I saw it as a good thing. All right, what is it that I'm supposed to learn? Where is it that I'm supposed to go? What am I supposed to get from this journey and from this process to get me to the next level? And that's what I focused on. That's what I capitalized on. And that was the tipping point to help me to really learn how to walk in my purpose. And that's what got me to the place about where I am now, being able to do corporate training, being able to do executive coaching, and to be able to help people to transition from us from state to state to go to the next level, to know how to overcome those challenges and still accomplish their dreams. I wouldn't have been able to I wouldn't be able to do what I do now if I hadn't gone through that. I wouldn't be where I'm at if I hadn't gone through that. I would probably still be in corporate America. I would probably be doing something that is not part of my purpose. That led me to my purpose because never in a million years would you have told me that, one, I was going to be a published author of multiple books, a best-selling author at that, and that I'd be doing corporate training, speaking, 
and all those things. I'm an engineer by trade. I always knew I was going to own my own business, but in this space, never would have imagined. So everything happens for a reason, if we're willing to open our mind to look at it and to see it that way. Wow, 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 wow. You know, I hear a lot of people say, you know, um, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know that I want to start a business. I know that I want to do something, but I don't know what it is, and I hate my job. What would you say to somebody that's having that issue? What I would How would you work with them, someone like that? How I would work with them is get them to start discovering the things that they do like. You know, uh, I think about uh, I'm, I'm doing a class now for a client, and it's all about problem solving. And there's an article that we that we utilize and we read. It's called Bright Spots. I would encourage them to look at the bright spots in their life because a lot of times we often focus on the negative. And what people don't realize is, is the thing that you focus on the most is the thing that you will always discover. So if I focus on the negative, I'm always going to see the negative. But if I focus on the positive, you'll be surprised how you'll discover things about yourself that you never realized that was there. So I would encourage them, I would redirect their energy to look at the positive things. What are the positive things you have going for you? What are the things you like to do? Let's do some self-discovery because what we already need and what we already um, what we already need is actually already in our hands. We just have to discover it within ourselves because oftentimes it's there and it's waving like, hey, hello, I'm right here, but we always miss it because we're focusing on the wrong things. So I will challenge them to redirect their energy to refocus on what's already there, seeing what's there, rediscover themselves, and build from that. There's really no need to reinvent the wheel. we got to see what's already within our possession because usually it's right there. So that would be the first place I would start, finding out what's already in your hand, identifying with that, building from that, and using that as, the foundation to discover what the next steps need to be. Because sometimes the things that we think we should be doing is usually the things that we have to discover along the journey that will lead us to where we're supposed to be. Like I said, I never thought I would be doing corporate training. It was my journey and the process I had to go through that allowed me to discover where I was supposed to be. Wow, wow. So basically growing through the journey and not trying to avoid the heartache because a lot of times in that heartache or a lot of times in that mishap is where you'll find the jewel in the Nile, basically is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Absolutely. We always want to take the easy route and avoid the pain. And I and I tell I take it back to practical things. Just think about life in general. Just think about the things that we like. Let's say diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. We all like diamonds. But let's talk about the process that it takes a diamond to get here, to get its glamour, its glitz, and its jewel. It's a process. It's not a pretty process, neither. The way it starts and to, and to get it from the beginning point to where it is now, it's a process. The thing about the, the butterfly, the butterfly would not be able to fly if it didn't go through the struggle of breaking through the cocoon. Mm -hmm. We are like butterflies. We're like that caterpillar where that cocoon is built around us. 
and we build the strength on our wings that allows us to fly as we fight through the cocoon. If somebody cut the cocoon open for us and made it easy, we would never be able to fly. We would have wings and not be able to fly. And what, what, good, what good would life be to have all these great talents and gifts and you can't use it? That would not be a pleasant life. That would be miserable. That would be a miserable life. And you wouldn't be walking out the purpose that you were created for. So we have to learn how to embrace the struggle and embrace the journey. We cannot, cannot skip steps and take shortcuts when it comes to a process. If we do, we're going to be a half-baked cake, a half-baked wow. half cake instead of a full-baked cake that everybody desired to have. Wow, 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 wow. So, Tamika, coming from that, you know, that's some great, great information, great nuggets you just dropped there. You know, you have several programs that, you know, you offer um, people. You have Tell us, tell us about your college for free program, your youth program, because you have a youth leadership program as well, which one of them is the college for free program, and you have several other programs as well. But tell us, tell us about your, 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 your youth program. So youth, working with the youth is one of my passions, and uh, I've been working with young adults for, it seems like, as long as I can remember. Um, it's just an area I've always enjoyed working in. And how I actually started out with my business, I thought that's really what I was going to do full-time, and that would be it. I started my first book was around helping students be able to get to college, learn how to, learn how to navigate the process to go to college, and then knowing how to get there for free. I'm a first-generation college student in my family. I didn't know, but my parents didn't know the way. I didn't know the way. We had to figure it out. And I wanted to, my legacy that I wanted to give to this other generation was to help give them the process so they wouldn't have to struggle, learn from my mistakes, and learn from the things that I've discovered over the years so that they would be more successful. They would have a stronger start than many students. And so that is what the College for Free program is about, giving parents, giving families the knowledge, the skills, not necessarily skills, give them the knowledge give them the plan, the process of how to position themselves so that they can make college reality because we know we're living in a society right now where having some type of advanced education beyond high school is necessary. When you talk Mm -hmm. about about 60, 85% of the jobs is going to require some type of uh, education, how are families going to get there because families do not have the financial backing to make it happen, but there's money out there to make it happen, but a lot of kids are missing out because they're not prepared. So the College for Free program has been designed to help them get prepared and know what they should do at different stages so that when they graduate from high school, they'll be able to go on to college. Um, It's it's the same model that I've used with uh, my students who are sitting at universities, UCLA, University of Penn, and other top-tier universities that they've gotten accepted into, that they've, they've obtained free rides. They're going to school for free. It's possible. It's all about how soon you start and having a plan. we got to learn how to start planning and being proactive and not reactive and waiting for mm. things to happen. Wow. 
Wow, you are definitely a strategizer, girl. You get it done. You 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 map it out. You're like, you know what? Let me go to trip. I remember when I was driving to California for the first time in 1995, and I was in the U.S. Navy, and I was driving from Massachusetts to California, young girl by myself on the road, and my mother was having a fit. She's like, oh, my God, my daughter's driving from Springfield, Mass, to California. She said, you are not driving there until we go to freaking AAA and have them map that out. You are going to get that that mapped out so that you know where you're going. And every, every you know, back then cell phones weren't that big. So she was like, in every phone booth that you get to, <laughs> you're going to be calling me. And so as you're talking, I'm thinking about, you know, you just like took me back like 21 years ago when, you know, I just remember that trip tick had, that trip tick that AAA gave me and it had that yellow marker, that highlight that was coming from Massachusetts Massachusetts that took me from 90 West all the way to 70 West to 40 West to pick up 10 West. I mean, it was like, seriously, wow. to the 15 West. And so you are, when I'm talking to you, I'm just seeing a strategize. This woman gets it done. She's like, this is what you need to do. This is the road you need to take. Let's get it done. But at the same time, it also feels like, you know, you know how to, you know, tap into helping people really tap into what needs to, to, to happen and what kind of mindset they need to have in order to, you know, be successful because it is a mindset. Do you not agree? Absolutely. Mindset is everything. And I tell people there's power in the words that we speak. So a lot of times I'll hear people say negative things and I'll correct them because I tell them you have what you speak. And if you keep speaking the negative things, you're going to speak things into existence. So you got to be careful about what you're speaking. But a lot of times that speaking, it ties into the mindset. If you, if you, the thing is, the person who says, I believe I can, and the person who says, I believe I can't, they're both telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. message are you going to speak? Because whatever it is that you speak, is what is true in your mind, and that is what is going to happen. Because if you believe you can't do it, you're not going to do it. I can give you everything that you need, but if you believe it's impossible for you to do it, it's not going to happen. Wow. But if the person wow. who believe the person who believe it can, is, it can happen, they're going to do everything possible to make it happen. And that's wow. the difference between a person who is successful and a person who is not. And that is what I saw. When we had the first, when I went to my first layoff, it was doing the, the really when the economy just took the taint. And what you really got a chance to see is you got to see the people who believed they could and the people who believed they couldn't. Because there were some who was, well, with me, the economy is this, the economy is that. And what happened? They stayed at home, collected unemployment check until it ran out, and some people became depressed. Not that I'm glorifying, it's not a good thing, but. It's all about the mindset, whereas there were other people who were like me who was like, okay, you can let that be your outcome. That's a choice and decision that we all have to make. But my choice and decision is I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to reinvent myself, and I'm going to find a way. You're either going to, you're either going to think or swim. It's a choice that we all have to make. Wow. Wow, Tamika, you know, it's been just amazing chatting with you and interviewing with you. Is there anything that you would, any tidbits, any nuggets, any further nuggets that you would like to share with our audience, you know, before telling them how they can get in touch with you, how they can work with you, what, you know, what would the next steps be? What, you know, tell, what, any nuggets that you want to share? 
What I would say to people is this. You know, everything that you have to be successful in life, it already exists inside of you. So you have to believe that you can take appropriate actions to make it happen, but then you also have to be able to follow through and follow up with it. And with that, surround yourself with the right people to help you on the follow-through and the follow-up piece. That way you can always measure your success. Our life is a project. So this is your life, your project. How are you going to manage it? We are the gatekeepers. So we have the power to make it happen. And I would just challenge them to think about how they're going to do it. They're either going to do it successfully or they're going to let life determine what their life should be. It's mm-hmm. all about how you want, where you want to be, and what position you want to be in. You're going to be the driver or you're going to be in the passenger seat. That's what I will leave people to think about. Which position are you going to take hold of today, the driver or the passenger seat? to dictate and drive and, and uh, direct your life. And Tamika, how can we work with you if we want to work with you? What would that look like? What that would look like is they can uh, reach out to me. Um, they can go to my website, and they can go through my contact page, and it will allow them to be able to schedule some time with me. And we can basically go from there because I'll do an initial, um, just a 15-minute uh, initial chat with them just to get a feel for what they need, what their uh, what their needs are basically. It's like a needs assessment, and then there from there we'll be able to determine you know what's the best way to move forward. But my website is is basically my name TamikaWilliamson.com. So I tell folks my name is phonetically it is spelled the way it's phonetically sound the way it's phonetically sounds Tamika T A M E K A. I don't have all that other stuff in my name. No offense to my other T A M E K A Williamson dot com. And on social media, I am pretty much I am Coach T Will um, on Twitter. Um, what's the other stuff? Um, Instagram, Instagram and, <laughs> and Coach T Will. So yeah. <laughs> and Tamika, let me ask you this: Do you take everyday people, or are you just working with you know corporate America people, or just people, or just companies right now? No, I do uh, work with individuals uh, as well. I just take them on a limited basis. I, I have a maximum number that I'll deal with on a monthly uh, basis because I want to make sure you know people get the right. They get all of me. I don't I try not to my goal is to not to is not to overextend myself and do too much. I I like to make sure the full value is experienced. So I take I only take so many uh on a monthly basis. Okay. Wow. See how you limit your time and you really yeah, I'm telling you, you map it out. You have yourself set up in a way where you are a commodity versus just a you know, come one, come all type of thing. You know what I mean? You're more of a commodity where it's like, okay, you know, you're a commodity that's a boutique that has high value. And that's the way you come across and that's, that's, that's the way I see you. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you're selling. And just by showing up, 
you, that's the brand that I see that, that I call you. You know, when I think of Tiffany, I know that I'm going to get a good product. When I think of Louis Vuitton, I know I'm going to get a good product. When I think of Gucci, I know I'm going to get a good product. And working with you, I know I'm going to get a good product. So, you know, you're, that's, that's how you present it. And I, I'm just glad that we, we have the chance to, you know, communicate and, and do this interview. And I'm looking forward to asking you to come back on our series. We have part two of our series coming up, and I would love to have you back again. Well, I appreciate the invite. It's always great to talk to other like-minded and blazing women and leaders as well, because, you know, iron sharpens iron, and there's enough room out here for us to be sharpened by one another and to pass the baton and sharpen those who needs a little sharpening as well. That's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna make the world great is by helping others be great as well. Well, you have the correct mindset. That's I can tell you that. And I thank you as well for you know, for the for the compliment. You know, it's like there's so much there's so much for us all, you know what I mean? And and that's why, you know, working with you, you know, you help people get to the core of their gifts and get to the core of their, what they have to, you know, their diamond in the rough, basically, helping them, you know, polish that up and shine bright from their own diamond versus looking at the next person and saying, well, she got that and how she get that. No, find yours. You know, don't don't sit here and tell God that he made a mistake by giving you your gift. You're telling God you don't appreciate what he, what he had to give because you're not looking at what you have to offer. You know, there's, we each have a purpose. And, and so working with you, I'm sure that people will find their purpose and their this, and have the strategy to live it, be it, monetize it, and share it with the world. That's the key. You know, a lot of people don't believe that they can monetize their purpose, and you're here to show them otherwise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Such an exciting journey. <laughs> it is. It is. And you know, Tamika, you know, I've went through a couple journeys to find where I am. You know what I mean? And you know, and it's, and, and, and I can't say that I'm one thing because there's so many multifaceted aspects of me. You know what I mean? And so, you know, there's a part of me that's you, but there's a part of me that's Tyra, and there's a part of me that's Oprah, and there's a part of me that's Disney, and there's a part of me that's Barbie. It's like you help us find, you know, working with people like you, you help you narrow things down as well, which is a beautiful thing. And I'm sure at the end of the day when I'm done creating all these things, I'm sure working with a person like you um, can narrow down what my teaching will be after it's all said and done. Does that make sense? Oh. Oh, yes. You know, it comes together. It all comes together at the end. And there's a way to put all those hats together for to to uh, bring about a cause. It's like managing projects. You know, I teach my, when I teach my class, there are so many different roles. The project manager cannot fulfill every role. The project manager has to have a team. So every skill set, all those different skills work together to deliver that ultimate goal. There are different skills, different sides of each of us. We're fearfully and wonderfully made, so we're very unique. And there's nothing simple about us in any way. But all of that uniqueness, it blends together and it produces a wonderful Picasso. We just have to have the mindset to see the beauty of all the complicated and the intricate pieces that are molded together to create this wonderful masterpiece. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just picturing it all as I'm talking to you. I'm like, okay, a part of me is Vogue, another part of me is this, another part of me is that. It's like, you know, I'm thinking of all these things that I'm creating, and I mean, you know, and, and putting it all together. So I'm sure that there's plenty more conversations that you and I are probably going to have. I get that feeling, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> You're an amazing being, Tamika. It's so much fun talking to you. It's like, you know, I feel like in a prior life you might have been a a counselor or some sort of psychotherapist, too, because it's like, I can just tell you anything. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Okay, I can't add no more hats to my uh, plate right now, but... No, No, but, you know, your energy, you're just one of those people you're so easy to talk to. That's the beauty of it, you know? I just, I can't wait to write this piece up and, 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 you know, share this podcast. I love your Tiffany colors on your site, that Tiffany blue and that (laughs) yellow. Yeah, I'm all over you like a cheap stew. (laughs) I'm all over you. That's what the Italians say. God, he was all over me like a cheap stew, you know, or like he was all over me like white on rice. It's like I'm all over your site like white on rice, literally. I love it. You know, I love colors. (laughs) I wanted it to be warm and welcoming and inviting. Yeah, I love it. I love the Tiffany blue, and it's, it's such a... You know, the Tiffany blue, the white, the black, the yellow, it, it, I, I love it. Your hair is amazing. You look amazing to me because you're doing it big. I love it. I'm so proud of you. Not that you need me to be, but I just thought I should tell you that. <laughs> I definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Tamika, I want to thank you so much for interviewing with us here and sharing who you are with us here today and you know we look forward to working with you to sharing you know to, to you know getting the support for our listeners uh, we're all about collaboration and I just get the feeling some amazing things are going to happen with us and, and I'm just excited uh, to be to be working with you well I look forward to all the wonderful opportunities that is, that will be birthed as a result me too we have a me world too. to change <laughs> Amen. Yes. And more leaders to blaze up and to elevate. Amen. 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 And I'm excited to to be a part of it all. I'm I'm really excited. So I want to thank you again for interviewing with us here at the Huffington Post today. And uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited to be talking to you and, and uh you know, and, and I look forward to doing some work with you personally. I feel that this will be a great journey. Uh, Kimberly Jessica signing off today with the Huffington Post and with uh, author, speaker, executive coach, Tamika Williamson. Folks, go check her out. Uh, she has an amazing site. She offers great services. She's at TamikaWilliamson.com. That's T-A-M-E-K-A-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-O-N.com. Please check her out. Buy her books. Hire her. Uh, I I love this lady. Thank you again so much, Tamika, and we will be in touch. All right. Thank you. Have a great evening, ma'am. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.